human beings desire other other human beings we do to say i'm married to my wife and i'm only going to desire my wife for the rest of my life is a lie i think that i think that remaining faithful is more so a matter of respect than it is desire to say i'm married to my wife and i'm only going to desire my wife for the rest of my life is a lie i think that i think that remaining faithful is more so a matter of respect than it is desire yeah, it's CC, CEO, wanna change your life, come see me, yo, I'ma teach you how to build up wealth for your family, not just for yourself, I'm a bestseller, a house flipper, a businesswoman, a gold getter, a big investor, a gold builder. Hey, what's up, April Sanpei? What's you cracking like a Big Mac? You so cool, and oh my gosh, when you I like tell you, you are the rap queen, you know, I Do you know it? Do you know it by heart, April? Okay. It's CC, right. it's CEO, I want to send you like from CMEO. Hey. Something, something, something. Build something. up wealth. I'm a best house flipper, a business woman, a go get a big investor, go build the teeth. No, you're supposed to be beatboxing, girl. What? What's up, April Sampay? How you doing, mama? What's going on, gorgeous one? How what's you doing? What's no, no, isn't your husband from Jamaica? You gotta say what's going on. What one? What? Oh, oh, I didn't what, say it right. What, what. What we're going to talk about tonight is why do successful men or do successful men get a pass for cheating? Let's have a conversation about it, because in this today's environment and we hear all of these podcasts, these battle of the sexes where people talk about different things. I've heard people say that the more successful you are, the more um, likely that you are to cheat. Is that true? And if you are more successful, do successful men actually get a pass for cheating? So, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny because you, when you watch a lot of reality TV, you see it happen all day. And I'm going to just like you, even though I don't even really watch the show, but Love and Hip Hop, for example. Okay. That happens all over Love and Hip Hop. And then the next day, they're back in a relationship and I, I can't think of, it's, it's two people. The guy used to always wear nail polish. He had blonde hair. Oh yeah. That's when I used to watch it. That was like years ago though. The dreadlocks, right? Yeah. I, I don't watch it at all, but I've yeah. seen a few episodes, but homeboy was like cheating every 15 minutes. And she's like, welcome back. And by the way, I'm going to give you a baby. Like, hold on, sir, ma'am. What, what are we doing here? Yeah. We're rewarding someone for sleeping around yeah yeah she gave him a baby she she went half on a baby with him um but i they say listen unsuccessful dudes cheat all the time too so are are we giving are we giving the brokies a pass more than we giving the successful ones a pass like what 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 really is it so listen we have two actually extremely successful brothers here that are going to join us today okay so first we have jeff gordon um jeff is the CEO and co-host of In Brotherly Love Podcast. What's happening, Jeff? Jeff and his brothers, his two brothers, they had me on their podcast a few weeks ago, and we had so much fun. Well, we had a good time. We had a very good time. We did. So what do you? What do your brothers do? So I have uh, my one brother is an attorney. My other brother, he's an athletic director at a, uh, one of the bigger high schools in the area. Okay. 
So Jeff Gordon is the CEO of Aperion. Aperion? Aperion, yes. Aperion, co-host yeah. of In Brotherly Love. He's a proud member of Kappa Alpha Psi yo, Fraternity yo. Incorporated. Yes, indeed. Successful brother. Let me tell you, I went to Jeff's house. I'm gonna just tell. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell on you real quick, Jeff. Uh oh, here we go. So I went to Jeff's house. So listen, I've hung out with Jeff on many occasions. Oh right? man, we still here. Matt, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go there real quick. Oh, we were past this. They don't never let nothing go. We networked in the same go. circles. I didn't been to his house. We've been to the cigar <laughs> bar. Like I've like I've only uh, been here a year. I'd have hung out, been in spaces and places with Jeff in many in, in many places, right? So our mutual friend Marcus, his best friend, his homeboy. That's my guy. Come oh, over. Okay. Yeah, Marcus, she, you know Marcus. Yeah. Come over to, to Jeff's house. We have they, he does this, this huge um barbecue, this huge cookout every year. When Ain't I got nothing that, better to do backyard barbecue. Y'all need to come on through that joint. Now, this man, he got he owned about 20 acres or something like that. And so people, I mean, it was about three, four hundred people. They have tents, they had a band, they had a DJ, food. It was awesome. I don't know if you see me on when I was doing a cigar, I had a little cigar. I I should have, I should have, I should while we on here, I'm, 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 I'm going to put oh, it up. But <laughs> I'm there by myself. Cause you know, I roll, you, you know, I roll solo, right? April, mm-hmm. you know, I roll solo. So I'm there. I go speak to Jeff. Jeff was like, mm, okay. And I was like, uh, uh. come so on then, now. So then come when on. I was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, now I hadn't even met his brothers formally. They were like, "Oh, you was the one at the um, at the at the barbecue." Now my hair was totally different. My hair, I was bald headed like you. You was in disguise. You they recognized, like, like like you. I was bald headed like you, Emmy. But, but the <laughs> and you, but the brothers recognized me. And Jeff, he just kind of like you know just pushed me to the side. No, that now see, come on now. In my defense, I told you I thought that you were somebody else mm-hmm. who you know. My man had gone through some things and I ain't like the way they handled it. So you look exactly like that person. So when I was, so when I saw you, I was like, why is she even here? <laughs> you, Let me tell you what okay. I got from that. Let me tell you what I got from that. At his house. <laughs> and I, so then it wasn't until later that I was like, oh man, that was positive. <laughs> I mean, I've been apologizing ever since. Constant, that's been since September. I've been apologizing Late. ever since. I mean, I'm just trying to tell you, it was my, it was my bad. I thought you was somebody else, and I hadn't seen you in a while. And then you did the whole hair thing, mm-hmm. and I only know like two people that had blonde short hair at that time, and that was the other. You were one, and that was the other person. I didn't even know you had switched up like that. Mm-hmm. Like so, I was man. That was that was tough. You see, I and it was a lot of people. Uh yeah, he treated yeah. me like the, like the blonde headed stepchild. I, I did, I did, I did. I'm not even gonna lie. I can't even hold you on that one. I, I, I did. Cold world. <laughs> well, you know, it's a big. I'm, I'm just. I'm sorry. I don't mean to put it out there like that. It's because she. It's because she's light skinned. No, it's because I was bald headed. It was because she was um, no, it's because she it was because she was blonde. It was because of the blonde hair, actually. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's because I was bald headed. It was like it was light like skinned. I mean, blonde usually people discriminate against me because I, I'm bald headed. But um, I didn't think they would do that to Constance. But yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even a discrimination. It was a, it was a, it was a case of of misidentification. Yeah, see how short you don't never wear. I've never seen you wear your hair like that before. You see how that did that cigar though. You see that. Ooh, yeah, I mean, you're showing some cigar skills right there. Though. Yeah, so you see that? And then look at look at. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I was by myself. And you see how? You tre- but look at how big that backyard is, y'all. You see that? 
Look at all the tents back there. Oh man, we had a great time though, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. it's round happens every around Labor Day weekend. That's what we do for the community. Me and my brothers and brotherly love. That's what we do. That's how Jeff do it. Big money, big money. Uh, and the uh, next guest I want to bring on is Mr. Patrick Garland. Let's let's bring this brother to the stage. Patrick is an educator, a community activist, a writer, and a proud member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. That's right. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Happy to be here. We got two Greeks in the house. We got two Greeks in the house. What does yeah. that mean? Oh, Lord. So they say that these, these men that are in fraternities are, are typically cheaters. This is what I heard. It's like a statistical That's fact. That's not true. Men men that belong to uh, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated are, are dogs. No, we're wholesome. wholesome. <laughs> and, 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 and same thing with the men of Kappa Alpha Psi, you know. <laughs> We're we're, fa we're family men, you know. We take care of our families. That's, uh -huh. that's yes. what we do. Same. Same. Community, yeah. Community yeah. service, give mm -hmm. back. You know, that's okay. how we do it. That's all, all y'all do. Right, that's correct. Okay, okay. So let me let let's start off and and welcome, brothers. I appreciate you guys coming and and, and hanging out with uh, April and I and to discuss this very important topic because here here I am. So we have me. I I am single. April is married. Patrick, are you single or married? You know I'm single, Constance. God's fired. <laughs> right. it's two. Listen, listen, it's Tuesday. It's not even 8 o'clock. Shots of me. Right. I'm saying, right. listen, fire. I don't know what he's doing. It's not even 8 o'clock. It's shots of me and fire. I don't, I don't know <laughs> these days, Patrick. You. Right. Man. And Jeff, what about you? Yep. Yep, what? <laughs> yep, what? Single, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said, "Yep, yep is not an answer." Oh, All I right. thought you. I thought you were just. I was. I was no, I was uh, single or married. Are, are you single or are you dating? I'm not married. I'm not married. So April is the only one that is married here. Okay, so now in a world of of single people, I'm single. I was once married. I've been married. I think we've all been married at one time. I do know that for a fact about all of us. Jeff gave married. the coolest answer that you you guys. It, it, Jeff said, "I'm not married." Oh, oh, okay. He didn't say he was married. single. That was cool. I got to I got to give you some cool points for that job. You know what? I, I wasn't listening. I got to use my listening skills. <laughs> I got to use my listening yeah. skills better. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that, brother. I appreciate Patrick. So, okay. So as we're navigating the world of dating and being single and, and fidelity and infidelity and all these things, I'm going to just start off. Is it true? Because you guys are both highly, highly successful men, you know, uh, uh, advanced degrees great jobs, great careers, business owners, all of those things. Is it true? And I'm not saying for you, but men of your caliber, you guys talk to men all the time. You have barbershop talk. You got friends, you got cousins, you got brothers. Is it true that men that are in your caliber tend to cheat more than a man, say, at a lower socioeconomic level? Nah. Men, 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 men. Men who are who are out there doing something, they really don't have a whole lot of time to be cheating. I mean, that's to be honest. You don't have time to do it. You don't have time. You don't want to take on the expense. Mm -mm. They're not. I, I totally not agree. not as not as much not as yeah. much as you think. I totally disagree. That would mean that only only broke brothers are the ones that are out here cheating. And in the words of my brother Nipsey Hustle, last time I checked, you know, one of the reasons that uh, a lot. I mean, let's be let's be real. I mean, men in and of itself, our, our nature is primitive, right? Mm -hmm. men want to be successful many men want to be successful because they want to attract beautiful women let's just call it what it is let's not they put don't, they don't want many women they want one woman come on brother I, I, 
For me, I would. For me, for me, I would want one woman. I wouldn't want many women. I, so I love that he's prefacing that as a Jeff answer. I mean, I have to. I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> right, right, right. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Well, some of the men that I've spoken to, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, oh, this is it's it's going to be controversial. You know what I mean? But we do understand that in Western civilization, and, and Jeff, I'm sure you have the information that can substantiate this. Monogamy is a byproduct of you know uh, money. It has nothing to do with desire. Human beings desire other other human beings. We do. To say I'm married to my wife and I'm only going to desire my wife for the rest of my life is a lie. I think that I think that remaining faithful is more so a matter of respect than it is desire. Well, I, I I don't disagree that even women have the desire to be with other people. It just doesn't, exactly. it means we just have self-control. So yeah. just because you have the desire to be with another person, doesn't mean that you're going to act upon that desire. Yeah, Are so, more men acting on that desire? Yeah, I think that's where we, I think that's where me and uh, Brother Garland kind of differ because while you, you you may have the desire, but the, the not doing it is a matter of discipline. And it, right. it takes discipline to become successful as you want to be in life. So if you're going to be, if you have that type of discipline, then you really don't, even if you had a desire, you wouldn't act upon it. And if you were still focusing on your mission and your goal, um, you don't have the opportunity. You won't, the time just won't be there if you really focus. So we kind of do, we, you know, that's what I say for the folks yeah. that I deal with, I would say that they don't, you know, saying that you need to get a pass is not necessarily a thing because you really, you may not have the time for it. You start to look at things differently as we get older. It doesn't, you know, the sex part of it becomes less and less of an issue as we get older and we start to want other things in life. So, well, I mean, for, for me, I, I don't, you know, I deal in circles of success as well. And in the circle of success that I deal with, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a struggle. I can't condemn anyone for their decisions, but I do understand that historically decisions have been made. Um, when, if cheating is condoned by sexual men as a man, I'm not equipped to uh, give that answer because I'm not a woman. Only a woman can give that answer. Yeah. So if you're my woman and I cheat on you and I'm successful and you take me back, your forgiveness is my gift. But you your know, forgiveness is also, it seems like your forgiveness or my forgiveness would also be my permission to allow you to do it again. Not because. Not necessarily. Not no, 100%. I'm sorry. Okay. So, not necessarily. What you give someone an inch and they're and and they're going to take it. They're going to take it 100%. Like what what woman? So let I'm, I'm so let's say it's a woman who mm -hmm. is in the exact same uh level. She's a friend who's a CFO, she's killing the game. And she goes out, she steps out a couple of times, but her man is being is, is at home being kept. Is he aware? Is he aware that she's stepping out or is and he once, just and once he becomes aware and he's like, you know what, it's okay, then he then he's saying pretty much, listen, as long as I don't know more about it, then do you. Okay. I see it every day. And when I used to live in the DMV, I'm sorry, when I used to live in the DMV. I saw it every single day. I was a serial dater. I dated a lot of people. And then I found out that they were married. And you know what I'm saying? Their wives would be like, it's an open relationship or it's a this or he makes we he makes millions. I'm good. No, I don't want I don't want sloppy seconds. But is that considered cheating? 
Mm. If they know about it, is it considered cheating? Yeah. It at one time it wasn't. That's a real question. I mean, I, and I understand question. that that's a real question. But hey, your network time, is your network is bad. Your network is bad. You're a little blurry. Is my network bad? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know, man. I, I today I just think that people do what it is that they do. It's not a one size fits all. Uh, you know what I mean? Recipe for issues that take place in someone's home. It, it just isn't. I mean, let's be clear. How many of our grandfathers or fathers cheated on our mothers or grandmothers? And our mothers and grandmothers didn't leave for a modicum of reasons. I mean, that's just the way that it is. I'm not saying that cheating is right. Cheating is not. I'm not saying that cheating is right. And I'm also not saying that cheating is wrong because some people are faithful to someone and cheating on themselves, which I believe is worse. So is it is it true that is it true? Okay, because here's 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 my belief. I don't believe that all men are cheaters. I do believe that all men have cheated. All women have cheated. We ain't cheated. Yeah, everybody's cheated if you look at it. In that. What? I mean, you make that general of a statement. Everybody's done it. Yeah, I mean, untrue. Women can cheat emotionally. I mean, you can cheat emotionally. You don't have to cheat. You don't have to cheat physically. You cheat flirting with somebody, going, you know, anything that makes you. That is not okay. So flirting is cheating. Absolutely, it can be considered cheating. Yeah. It depends on what you consider flirting because me looking at somebody 10 seconds a little bit longer, you might consider that flirting. I mean, okay, okay, so not flirting. Flirting is engaging in your admiration. Listen, let me tell you something. Whoever is with me, I like to look at men. I like to look at people of the opposite sex. I like beautiful things. So if that is going to constitute me being con- me con- uh, accused of cheating, then there's going to be a whole problem. Not that I'm going to gawk at anybody, but I do like to admire beautiful people, whether they're men or women, right? But I'm, I'm not attracted to women, but I do like to look at beautiful things. So would I, I get in trouble if I were with you and I was looking at another man? I mean, that that again, that is... There's two things you have going on right there. One, you have a thing of respect, and then you have another thing sure. of what is that person, what is that person's tolerance for it? Okay. I mean, and to be okay. honest, until you, if you've never been cheated on, you really don't know what you're gonna do until you get into that situation. I've That's been in a situation where I got caught somebody who was cheating on me. And you know, in the end, I was like, you know what? I don't I don't think it bothered me that much. It didn't bother really? me as much as I thought it would. Mm-mm. You must not have loved her. No, I think it's because I did care very much for her that it didn't bother me. You see, for me, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. Explain that because I would think if you love somebody, you deeply love somebody, you would be devastated. No, I mean, of course I was hurt, but it doesn't mean that I wanted to, you know, throw everything away because of this, whatever this was. Um, some dude pushing real hard to get back in. So oh, so you stayed. Wait, this is good. I need to put a I need to put a picture of Jeff on a t-shirt and rock it. You know what I mean? You should. What? I mean, it's, it's, I've done listen, it. I've done listen, it. I mean, brother, if we being frank, you know, we having yeah, conversation. I'm so happy. Listen, brother, I'm so happy that you said that. That is such a grown man answer. Let's say, for instance, you're with your woman for 15 years, whatever. She goes off to Vegas, has a few drinks, like Constance, sees someone that she's attracted to. That person is attracted to her as well. Verbal acrobatics may or may not be in play. And something ends up happening. Do you throw away 15 years over 15 minutes? As you get older, as you get older, you start to think differently. Mm-hmm. Young person be like, oh my God, they don't love me, blah, 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 this, that, or the other thing. Be clear. 
cheating has nothing. I mean, from a from a Patrick perspective, right. and I've been cheated on, and I've been a cheater. Right. So, from a Patrick perspective, cheating has nothing to do with love. Nothing. Mm-hmm. This is nothing but primitive. It's primitive primal desire and having the capacity to act upon it. That's it. So then you're saying that cheating has nothing to do with pretty much love, but then no. go ahead, then. No, no, no. I just have to So if you if if you if no no, no I, I agree with that too, but go ahead. April, April I'm, I'm so happy that you I said, and this is the thing that women will never get. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think that. Um, I think that a lot of women speak to other women seeking an answer that only a man can give. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They they want men to think like yeah. a woman would think. Right. Yeah. And, and that's just well, so, so, but that, that wasn't necessarily where I was going. No, but what I'm saying to you is this, April. A man can physically engage another woman and uh-huh. have zero feelings for her. Yep. I None. understand that. No, so so here, this is this is where my this is the point where I was going because I actually agree with that wholeheartedly. I think that that's that can potentially be the same with a woman. Like they can sleep with a man and not love him. You know what I mean? Um, but a man needs respect. Am I correct in that? Do we correct. do we agree? Okay. That is so. Correct. What I'm understanding from this is a man who inserts his penis into someone else's vagina. Yes. While he is in a relationship with someone, yes, is not giving the woman that he is with the respect that she deserves. However, he is expecting her to provide him with respect. He's hoping that's the part that I can't get. Well, because well, one thing is that I mean, since we go with men need respect, women need love. So he can he can still love her and you know go through all these other things. So he can love her and not respect her is what I'm understanding. That's you're talking about, you're talking, you're talking about, a, you're talking about a, a male, a man's need versus a woman's need. Men need respect. Mm-hmm. Women need love. No. Right. But if a woman is going to give respect to a man, she needs to give her love. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. If a woman's going to give a man respect, she's also giving him love because that's something that she wants and desires. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what she wants from the man she wants love from him, but she is going to expect respect because that is what she is giving. April, unfortunately, the I mean no. that makes my ass itch because I just feel like April, this is a contradiction. April, if we're being honest with each other, right? If we're being honest with each other, honest, honest, and you know, I think that you are cool. You know what I mean? Like cool, like the other side of the pillow, cool. But with that being said, I say this. The way that we give love is not always necessarily the same way that's going to be reciprocated. It's just not. And we don't, and love to us. Yeah, I mean, love to us. It's going to come in a different, like. Love to us is different. It's just different. You know what I mean? So as someone who has cheated on someone that I've been deeply, you know what I'm saying? Like, Like I had deep feelings for. When I cheated on her. It had nothing to do with me not respecting her or, you know, any of that. It was just something that Patrick wanted to do. It was selfish. It was selfish. Right. It, it was selfish. But, 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 but if a woman did the exact same thing, meaning she's like, you know what? Honestly, I just wanted to be selfish. 
And I wanted to allow this random guy to insert his penis in some right. Okay, but okay, so but, 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 but April, what you just said, what you just said, even though it sounds crazy, it was said with respect. And I, I can sit back and say, you know what? I respect the fact that you came at me that way, and that's gonna make me feel differently about wanting to go off and knock somebody's head off or versus saying, All right, if that's what you wanted to do, that's what you wanted to do. Does it have to happen again? Are you gonna do it again? Is that where you are? Because now I now I need to know how to govern myself going forward. I mean, I, I just think that it where I would be okay with the double standards is if the double standards made a little bit more sense, but like none of this makes when sense. When do double standards make sense? <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I, I was being an asshole like I, yes. um, right. I agree but I'm just saying like none of this makes any sense because if I'm giving respect because and I'm just using my husband husband as an example I'll be honest I mean my husband means everything to me so yes I would be devastated if my husband cheated on me. Mm-hmm. would I try as hard as I can to work through every single thing Ex- absolutely um just because he means everything to me, right? But if I cheated on him, I don't see him trying to work anything out for me. And it's mainly because for him, it's a psychological thing. He wouldn't be able to see another man. It's a pride thing. It's an ego thing. most men. Right. but, But I don't understand how you could expect a woman to kind of feel the same way and not, um, what, what happened? But, but April, can I can I just say I, I would I would beg to differ with you a little bit. I mean, you're he may not you. I mean, that's your husband. He he went through the whole process. Y'all y'all got married. Y'all had the whole ceremony. Bought the ring. Did all of that. Then all the things that he needed to do to become that man for you. Um, if you stepped out on him again, you never know how you're going to deal with that situation until you're in it. I don't know how long you guys oh, have been married. I don't know how long you guys have been married. I don't know how long you guys have been together. I don't know what trials and tribulations you've been through. But when you take all of that in consideration and you take into consideration your current age and just what's important to you in life, mm-hmm. you stepping out one time may not send him over the edge. Now, I understand he's Jamaican and that's just a different breed of brother. I get it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a different breed of brother and they're brought up differently. But I, I wouldn't be so sure that he would be so quick to just throw out the whole baby with the bathwater. You know, it's so funny you say that. I would go as far as saying this. A lot of really good relationships have been ruined based on really bad experiences. Mm. So just because one person cheated on you doesn't mean that they lack the capacity to grow with you and continue to develop something real. So if we get cheated on once, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to be that person that's cheated on. And then we end up alone. Right. For an extensive period of time, because no one fills that void inside of our soul. Mm. So I think that when a person fills that void inside of your soul, there's a different level of forgiveness. I think that there's a different level of understanding. I will never say acceptance. Right. I will never say acceptance. I'll say forgiveness. Because if a person is perpetually cheating or habitually cheating, right, we have that's a much true. larger issue. True. And that's but a if, definite lack of respect. That's, right. yeah, that's, that's when respect. it comes into a lack of respect. Right. Right. But if we're talking about an indiscretion, right. that's 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 a horse of another color. So let me ask you, gentlemen, then, because I know uh, looks. So I think I know April's answer is cheating a deal breaker is oh, OK. Let, let's let's let, let me let me let me um, kind of uh, change that. It, so che- an indiscretion, like you said, is that a deal breaker for you? So if you found out that there was a one time situation where somebody that you were deeply in love with had an indiscretion. 
Is that a deal breaker for you? Jeff, you answer that before I do. I'm going to jump in and say, for me, if it gets to a point, the way that I know that I'm really, that I really care for somebody is if certain things that they do don't bother me. I don't, if I'm not bothered because I'm comfortable enough with the relationship that some guy talking to her is not going to make a difference or she wants to go out on a girl's trip, I'm cool with it because is eventually she's going to come back to me. So I can't say it's a deal breaker at this point. If I'm, if I really care about her and I think that this thing is going to go forward, then I can't say it's a deal breaker. Now, if I needed a, a door open to get out, then yeah, I'll take the first train. Right. So, <laughs> so, so, but you can forget, but can you forget? Can you move past that? Because in the Absolutely. back of your mind, do you think you'd always be thinking about that? Every, everybody's been with somebody. Ain't nobody out here virgins. Oh, and okay. Jeff led perfectly into my, <laughs> Jeff led perfectly into what it is that I was going to say. First of all, if we're in a relationship, and I mean, this is an adult show, so I can speak freely. If Please. we're in an adult, if, if we're in a relationship and you're a sexual prude, if you cheat on me, you're absolutely, we're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. basically you said, wait, basically you said, Right. You said if you ain't giving it up to me, to me, but you giving it up to somebody no, else. No, no, not even get not doing it the sexual. way you want it. <laughs> yeah, if I say you're a sexual, boy, like oh my god, I can only do it on Tuesdays. Right, you know, right. you got to make yep. sure we're right. Like no, nah. If you cheat, we're, we're super done. Right. Why? That would make sense though. I'm sorry, no, I, get that. I get that. I get it. I get it. Tell you why? Because you're fucking boring. That's why. And I don't like you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm tolerating this shit. And I'm looking for the door to get out of this. <laughs> it's hard to walk away from a woman. Say so you can get it at 4 a.m. if you want to, baby. That's hard to walk away from. I'm in the car listening to if loving you is wrong. I don't want to be right, and oh, I'm doing all types of things. No, I mean so when everything is clicking on the right on the right cylinder, there's a certain level of forgiveness that's going to come with that because you're not going to find that everywhere. You just aren't. I just don't see me being, you know, super connected to somebody and then stepping out and cheating on them. That just, for me, I, I couldn't see me doing that. that okay. But then that, and that makes sense. And it shouldn't have, that's the way that it should be. If you're super connected and they're super connected, there's right. really no room to even want to do anything like that. You know, yeah. I mean, I used, I used to have a saying saying that, uh, you know, a full man doesn't want to eat. And, but then my cousin always say there's always room for jello, but yeah. <laughs> A little dessert, a little time. <laughs> but uh, but you know, if you think of if you were full and you went to a buffet or a smorgasbord or something, they had a bunch of food out. You might pick at it. You might you know do a little round with it, but you're not gonna really engage into a full meal because you're already full. You don't have any space for it. So yeah, I don't, I don't. If you if you feel that way about somebody, then there's just no space in you to do anything like that. But if you're not completely at that point, Constance, if you're not completely at that point. Does the opportunity exist for you to step out? And see, I hate men that we I hate that we approach relationships with absolution. I hate that so much. Okay. Because we have polyamorous relationships, we have open relationships, we have committed relationships, we have selfish relationships. You know, and within those categories of different types of relationships, many people are happy. And just because we aren't necessarily happy with their choices. It doesn't necessarily make them less happy for me, for Patrick. I would love to be in a committed relationship with a beautiful black woman and live out the rest of my life happily. But it's complicated because I come with, with scars. 
You know what I'm saying? I come with baggage. And I believe every last one of us do. And if you say you don't, my man Jeff taught me something very, very important today. A professor says, uh, w- w- break it down to me, Jeff. Which one? About, Which one? About st- statistics. Oh, oh, my, my, my me, it's three lies in the world, a lie, a damn lie and statistics. There it is right there. <laughs> so if you, if you can't, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that, that's, that's just the way that it is. I want to be faithful to me and you at the same time. And that's yeah. one of the hardest things to find, to be faithful to me and you at the same time. A lot that's of times we get relationships right and people will lay out their rule book before they lay out, you know what I'm saying, their actual self. I I think that when you're in a relationship, that your relationship, you should always communicate what your relationship is, right? My relationship, huh? I disagree because what's understood don't have to be explained, babe. Oh, you should. Thank you. No, no, no. So I'm going to, I'm going to finish because I I don't, I'm going to disagree my relationship when I first met my husband versus my relationship today is completely different. Mm-hmm. We are constantly communicating and evolving and becoming a different people. So the person that he married is not the same. The, the person that I am today is not the person that he married. The person that he married is not the person that he met mm-hmm. when we first met. Right. And we're constantly communicating who we are so that we can be the best us for each other. Right. So husband, did either of you clearly need that communication? We always need that communication. Yes. Right. So, so you two needed that communication. I feel that everybody, I feel that that's one of the reasons. Some people what's even more powerful than a communication. April is an affirmation. Same thing. And, and, and it's not an affirmation is a verb. Yes, an action, you know right? But it's something action, that, that you do. An affirmation is a verb. I mean, so communicating is is, is an affirmation. affirmation. It's not necess- It's not always. A, it's not always an affirmation. Or affirmation should be in communication. In, in, in my Man, opinion. Man, y'all trying to have an English class. Yeah, y'all, y'all have brought the best out on this joint, man. Missing in I'm about to give me a thesaurus and a. Right. <laughs> Figure out what the heck is going on. Get a break all my grammar books from English high school. Able <laughs> 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 yeah, is not playing. Trying no, to figure out where to put the commas and <laughs> semicolons. <laughs> semicolons. Um, you know, is okay. it a verb? Is it now? We doing sentence structure, bro? What no, you know, what I'm saying is that no. All that I'm saying is that what you and your husband are offering one another is what you and your husband needed. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. Me again. This is a Patrick statement. Yeah. I don't need to spend the entirety or or or, or, or the majority of my relationship identifying what it is that we have because i want to spend an exorbitant amount of time experiencing what it is that we have and based on that experience just continuing to grow from there yeah i definitely agree with that i think that yeah i think that it's um you know it's like you want to you you meet someone you're not going to know everything about everybody all the time there's no way to really figure it out but if you're comfortable enough learning and growing with that person i think that's going to be very helpful as far as building that relationship but you can't, you know, like you say, the person I am now is not the person that I may be two, three years from now or five years from now, depending on what happens in life. So, you know, those things you evolve as you evolve as 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 the world turns, you evolve. So 
but that's why that's why the communication is the key. That's right, why you that's constantly well, but what are you but you're communicating in your actions, you're communicating in what you do. I can see okay, so that's kind of the same thing though. I, but you, you so, sound like the men that be like, baby, I don't gotta say I love you. I'm here, ain't I? No, right. I want you to tell me you love me. Okay, so if I tell you I love you and I don't love you, does it matter? Yes, oh. yes, but hold on, hold on, hold on. So hold on. you want me to just say it even if I don't feel it. No, Jeff, I want you to say it only if you feel it. Jeff and Constance, I don't need you to say anything. I don't necessarily, well, I do need you to do something. But to me, communication is all of the above. So as it relates to my husband and I, communication, to your point, is an action. We are con we're all, um, always communicating, whether it be through touch, whether it be through what we're doing for each other, how we're... We're communicating. So I, I don't understand why it has to be specific. No, we're not writing out uh, um, documents and, and, and having each other sign and say, this is how you have to be moving forward. No, it's saying I'm, I'm growing. I want you to grow with me. Let's grow together. How are you changing? What has, what has changed in your life in the last 15 minutes? Let's talk about it. Because well, that's why. what you just was there. Right. But see, Avery, you just said, you say, let's talk about it. Right. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> you, <laughs> they're listening. Sometimes. Right. So, so, right. So sometimes. Right. We don't want to talk about it. We just were we, there. I shouldn't have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we don't want to talk about it. We want to walk about it. Baby, I'm here. What I need to talk about it for? Well, let's see, Constance, now that, that, that was a no, big no, that, you know what, we we going we gonna to throw a little gasoline on that fire. Yeah, for Constance though. being the antagonist, you know what I mean? But that, that's, a little, that's a little... No, no, what I'm understanding is I got two men right here, yes. and I, I hear exactly what you're saying. So, and, I, and I, it's a lot of women who are listening. And so what we're all hearing from both of you is I am... Me, do stuff. You, shut up. Let's not talk about it. Is that what you heard? You just heard an uneducated. You heard. You heard. Like, you heard what you heard said. Yeah, through everything we said, you heard me, an uneducated. You heard me do said, stuff, woman. Oh, shut up. Is that oh, what you heard? Man. See, that's why and I you called. You called Constance the fire starter. Look, that's why I cut my hair off so nobody had to like grab the hit me with a club and drag me off. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So you well, think look, we wouldn't we we adapt and figure out what what else to do besides grab you by the hair? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's I'm not, saying that communication is not a bad thing. Communication, communication is a bad thing either. And, like, and 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 actually, hearing words come out of my man's mouth, and him hearing words come out of mine is not a bad thing. Sometimes communication to say, "Hey, I'm growing right now," or to hear him say, "I'm growing right now," lets me know that we are growing as a couple. And sometimes I need that because. What I'm what I always hear from men is that's not what we need. I'm like, pause. What about what I need? Y'all, it's it, like what I constantly hear from a lot of men who are single is let me tell you what a man needs. Don't nobody care about you. And I'm like, damn, what well, about every, what every podcast you stuff? hear? Every every you know what the post you hear is? is about what men need. It's always about what but we can do to keep a man, get a man what they need. It's like, okay, but why why are they the prize? Why are we chasing what, what they this, need? Is this not a conversation about do successful men get a pass for cheating? That's we, we way past that. <laughs> no, no, I say that to say so when we when we take it's it back, when we take when we take it back to when we take it back to the core, 
of, of, of this conversation. April, I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong, but inversely, what I'm saying is not wrong either. Never said what? You And I never said that you were. You need communications. I need actions. So when you say you need a man to sit down and communicate with you verbally, X, Y, Z, I need to experience some things I've never seen. I've heard it a lot. Heard it a lot. Oof. But I've rarely seen it. It's like a dinosaur. Yeah. So tell me what that would be. What it would be? You Something that you've never had that you're looking for. Well, I mean, at this stage in my life, um, I don't really care if a woman has a degree. I don't care if she's making six figures, if she's a multimillionaire, you know what I'm saying, what she drives or what her portfolio looks like. The only thing I'm concerned about at this stage of the movement is how she makes me feel because I'm good. So with that being said, I want somebody that I can laugh with. I want somebody I can dance with, go roller skating with. You know what I'm saying? Make love to like a savage at two in the afternoon at your job or mine. You know what I mean? With or, you know what I'm saying? Just genuinely live the remainder of this thing called life with. That's what I want. OK. And so my question is, have you ever once? Because exactly what you're saying I've had before I met my husband. So are you telling me that you've never experienced that? I had, some, I had some of it. I want it all. Well, you want it. You want it all in one person. You don't have to yeah, go like a bunch of different people to do all of that. I can split it up amongst eight people. That's easy. You know what I mean? But I want it all in one person. And I believe that the only way to have that is to. And and, and I'm a bit of a romantic. I think that the only way to have that is to find your person. I am at the point in my life I am not going to compromise on relationship, and I don't give a damn how academic these conversations get. I am not going to compromise. Period. I'd rather date a woman at Waffle House who makes me feel good than to have a conversation with some chick who's a Rhodes Scholar. Well, she'll know how to make you some good waffles, honey. It ain't the waffles I want. (laughs) Maybe it is the waffles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you don't get it, do you cheat? No. No. I mean, no, because my my thing is I'm at this. I'm at the point in my life where I'm being faithful to me. I'm being faithful to me, so I'm using April's logic. I'm letting you know up front what being faithful to Patrick looks like. You know what I'm saying? And if being faithful to Patrick also means that Patrick is compelled to be implicitly, you know what I mean, committed to you, then we've got something magical. And yes, Lynette Jewel, if I had it all, it really would satisfy me. Because I know what it feels like to not have it. So let me ask you this. Is it cheating if you're not married? Because some people say, well, if you ain't married, it ain't cheating. You know, you- Yeah, she was marriage. A piece of paper. Exactly. It's a breach of contract if you cheat. So I'm if you're not married, so if you're not married, is it still cheating? Marriage is a business arrangement. Well, I mean, you can look at it, you can look at it, you know, as you have verbal contracts, you have, you know, you have your your written contract. So if you, if you're dating someone and you agreed to be monogamous with that person, y'all one-on-one, y'all, y'all have decided to focus on only you guys to see where it's going to go. Then yeah, stepping out of that would be cheating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and because now you're bringing in a bunch of background noise. Now you're not giving, now you're cheating, you're, you're cheating the relationship that you have because you brought in all this extra stuff. So you're not even giving it its fair chance to do what it needs to do. Right. Right. So, yeah, I would I would say it was cheating for sure. And to think about it at this age. Right. Because we are all of a certain age, you know, in our 40s and, and beyond. Um, 
if you make a decision and you make a commitment with somebody, because I've, I've seen, you know, from, from what I hear and I understand and talking to my girlfriends who are out there in the world doing the things that they're doing, men, <laughs> and it's so funny because I was talking to somebody who was in their 70s and they were talking about the men playing games and my daughter was like, you mean to tell me they still play these games at 70? And I'm like, yeah, they still play these games at 70. So well, what, what exactly is the game? What's the game? Eating. Still around there having a couple of women, two, three, four women at, at you, 75. You think that's like, a game? It's a motherfucking game. Absolutely. Well, what's, what's the prize? Yeah. I don't know. Why are y'all to, doing to it? What, Why are to y'all what like end? that? Y'all, 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 y'all need, like you need that? to ask, you you need to ask yourself there? that question. That's what you I want to ask you. Are you saying that, you, are you saying that women are legitimately waiting on a dude to be like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm not dating anyone. I'm sitting at home lighting candles, waiting for the perfect person. I or am. or oh my god i met you and you must be the perfect person so let's go and figure this out from this point forward that's what happened with every single guy that ever met me in my past but i know oh, you got that utopia she got that utopia she got that utopia she put that on her man they can't even see straight <laughs> you know what i'm saying erica badu ain't got nothing on me um, that one person I, I i pretty much can assure you the guys that have found that one person they locked in and they moved forward if they For believe sure. that that's their person they've locked in to move forward if the guy has met somebody and through the process of dating which is figuring it out right and he discovers that this is not going to be the person then is he playing a game if he goes and dates somebody else to find the person that he's looking for? Yes, man, let me tell you something. This is a true story. Because here's the no. thing. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. This is a true story. and Y'all need to hear it. I have a frat brother who was super single, super successful, and super single. When I say super single, super single. I'm talking about eight, nine, maybe ten on the roster revolving consistently. He found out that the woman he was really interested in Cheated on him. <laughs> what she did? She really yeah, cheated. He went on her. He went on her. Listen, 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 listen. It wasn't even that she cheated on him. She slept with somebody else because they weren't committed to each other. Correct. So what happens is that after they had sat down and had an adult conversation, after his roster, and what it is that she did, and this has been this has been going on for a very, very, very long time. I've never seen people more happy together. Ever. I've never seen people more happy together. So here, here, but here's the thing, you guys, you can do all of that. If you, if you're honest, just be honest with the woman. And that's the problem that, that, that a lot of women have is that, yes, you could have five or six on the roster. You could have 10 on the roster, but you're not, you're not being honest. You're saying to this one woman, Hey, listen, it's just me and you, and you know, we that. might not have a title right Nobody's now. We don't have a title right now, but I'm just Nobody. dealing with you, you just dealing with me. And if we decide that we want to do something else, I will have the respect enough to let you know. No, but then you're not letting that person know. In reality, in reality, and that whole being honest, that's a whole nother conversation. We pull that up on another show. Women are really honest. It's like you can't handle the truth. Exactly. I'm you be honest with me, then string me along. I agree. I agree, Jeff. A lot of women cannot handle the truth. So I'm just going to put that out there. That's very true. However, come the problem is that you have situations where 
a man will string a woman along. And, and I hate to make this a man-woman thing because, Lord Jesus, it happens on both sides. I've seen it. It does. Where, um, but I'm, we're going to say men for, for, for the, the time being. Um, where a man will string a woman along and make her feel like they are damn near married. They're two seconds away from marriage. Mm-hmm. And in her head, she's believing that this is more than what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Is it his responsibility to, you know, to be in control of her emotions? Absolutely not. But what I will say that a man should do because a man is a man, a man should say, you know what, boo I see where you're moving. Let me slow you down a little bit because that's not the direction that I want to move in. Because one day when she finds out that he is sleeping around with other people, she's devastated, keying his car, uh, 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 messing up his tires. I'm just saying, this is what I've seen. I'm playing devil's ag- advocate, but I'm, be, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm telling you what I see on a regular basis. I mean, that there are a lot of women that on will. On a regular basis? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. A man should be able to uh a, a man should be able to correct a woman's interpretation of an unwritten relationship. I mean, because the problem is I, I think that one of the problems is what I'm saying is, is, no, 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 let me say this, April. But that's not what I'm saying. No, but what I'm saying is that a lot of women do key men's cars and do crazy yes. shit. Man never said, like, yo, we're not even committed. One of the things I want to say. No, but let me say this, Constance, and this is hard to hear, but this is an honest conversation. We're all adults. Vaginas don't come with contracts. I, I agree. Some women think that, okay, we've had and, sex together and I've given you everything. So there's a certain level of expectation that comes along with giving you everything. Here's the about that, though. Yeah. If he is telling her, you are the only one I am dealing with and you are communicating with that. And this is just us. And it's me and you, baby. And, and, and you're not, and you're saying, I'm not dealing with anybody else. It's only me and you. And then it turns out you are lying. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not even what? saying that because the uh, biggest problem that you do have, are you have, you the biggest problem is that you do have a lot of women that, will have that a man will say i'm not messing with anybody else but i also still don't want to be in a relationship with you you know what i'm saying and women can't handle that you have situations where you hold on i'm just saying you have conversations i mean you have situations where men will be stringing a woman along and then he's like look i'm i'm kind of done with you i never wanted to be in a relationship with you to begin with so you know i met somebody that i want to be with that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this person. That's what I'm saying. It is kind of a man's responsibility when he sees that it's going well past what he is wanting. And I would say that for both sides. Sure. Because if if there's a man, and again, I'm in a relationship, but there have been times where I've been in relate, uh, I've been dating someone who was like, yeah. So now we go together. Pause, boo boo. Where did that come from? I don't even know your last name. You know what I mean? Like you have to shut it down. I think that conversations need to be had on every level, even if it's the entry beyond entry level. I don't know. And and that's what you the biggest. No, you don't know what a conversation needs to be had. I mean, some of it real. I mean, I think I think I think you can you can have these conversations yeah. and you can get into it and 
and you could say whatever you want to say to be mm -hmm. honest i mean truth be told you could say yo it's you and me and we being monogamous or you could say um you know i'm gonna see other people you can say whatever you want to say people are going to do what they want to do period. period so you can go through this conversation stuff if the conversation is what's governing your actions then you, do you really want that as part of your relationship yeah sometimes at the end of the day jeff you got to know how to read the room right like if we talk about we know what a relationship right. let, me tell you, let me say this let me say this and i listen to everything that y'all said sometimes you got to know how to read the room if a person is consistently calling you and those calls are going unanswered, but you receive a text, they're not really feeling you. If the only time you're really talking is after a certain time and it's usually a time when the sun's not up, you know what it is. If I call you on Fridays and Saturdays, but never Sunday through Thursday, you know what it is. Uh, because at this stage in the movie, you know what, but what if that's not it? But let me finish. At this stage in the movement, we know what a functional relationship is, April. And it's definitely not those aforementioned uh, qualities. Okay, so I, I, I'll use myself as an example. Mm -hmm. There was a dude who I was messing with 153 years ago. Okay? Yes. Um, I used to, you know, I wasn't, I definitely was not trying to date this man. I was enjoying his company. He was enjoying my company. Sure. Right? He was a sponsor. No, no, I mean, there was not. No, he was no. paying for the dates. Y'all were having a good no, time. No, no, no. It was, I mean, in all seriousness. And and at the time, I was making extremely good money. So it was a 50 50 thing whenever we, whenever dates were had. Oh, really? So very much. Yeah, that was me. He was taking him out. Yes. Just like I take my husband out now. And he let He's, you do that? My husband? No, I'm talking about the dude. Piece. Absolutely. We were paying for each other whenever we would go out. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. That's what I'm, I'm in terms of 50 is like, yo, the bill is $100. You got your 50. I got mine. No, no, it wasn't like that. It was, it was, I want to go out to this place. I'm treating. That, oh, yeah. That's, okay. All right. That's yeah. what's up. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see the, I didn't see the unicorn, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's a good thing. That's a, good, that's a compliment. I paid for dates before. That's they never, they never see me again. I paid for one. See, there it is right there. There it is. There it is right there. We gotta come back to that too. But go ahead, April. You up? But I say all that to say, with this particular person, like I would cook for him. You know, he never cooked for me, but that's also because he couldn't cook. But he would like he would order in. We'd watch movies together. It was great, right? Um. The funny thing is, there was one time I was like, I'm not really, I just want to make it very clear. Like, I'm not looking for this to go anywhere. Like, are we good in this? And he's looking like, nah, I, I, there's no, like, I don't want anything. You don't want anything. This is perfect. Now, if this exact same situation was happening with another woman, and I have friends who, if that exact same scenario was happening, they'd yeah. be like, so where's my ring? What we doing? What are we? And then if if no conversation was had, she would be back behind the scenes talking about, you know, my man, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, that's not. Did y'all have the conversation? No, that's not your man. That is not your man until words are are exchanged. Proper words. We go together like, you know, you we're exclusive, whatever it is. But any other woman, not any other woman, but a lot of other women would have made that like, 
this is my man. This is the person I'm going to marry would have told their parents about this man. That's what I'm trying. That's what I see on a consistent basis when it comes to a lot of my friends. Yeah. So I, I, I can say, what? no, I, oh, I, I could, I could also say I could attest to that too, because here's, here's the thing. I try to be so honest with people and let them know where I'm at. If I'm interested, if I don't want to do anything where I'm hanging out at, like I don't want to give anybody the appearance that I'm trying to string them along in any way at all. And I do this and sometimes people don't understand and they still think that it there's a chance. Even if you say, listen, this is where we hanging out at and this is where friends and all this stuff. But then they seem to think that it's something more. And I've never, ever, I never give um, them any indication that it's anything else than other, you know, than us being friends. And sometimes, you know, and I hate that because I don't, I, I, I don't want that done to me. I don't want anybody to string me along. So I, I'm so very clear that I don't want to string anybody along. And I think a lot of men, and, I, and I've and seen a, a video about this, This uh, I forget who, uh, Stefan, whatever his name is. He said, men string women along is because they don't know how. Men are used to rejection. Men are used to women saying, no, I'm not interested or whatever, but men are not used to rejecting women. And so he said they string them along right. because they, they don't like to reject women. Right, that's true. And, you know what? and that's very valid. I'm sorry. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, look, man, at the end of the day, I can't speak for 30 year old Patrick. I can't. I don't even remember most of the reasons why 30 year old Patrick did what he did. But me now, I understand exactly. Uh, I, I understand now exactly why it is that I do what it is that I do. You know what I mean? So what it is that I need from a relationship, I need from a relationship. So. I'm going to be honest, like a lot of times I don't necessarily lay out what it is that I need from the beginning. Because if I lay it out in the beginning, some people may pretend to be that. Yeah. Only for me to discover, you know, much later that they aren't. And that's a horrible experience. Yeah. You've wasted so, time. No, I don't necessarily call it wasting time. Either you're teaching or learning. You know what I mean? That's 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 a lesson that I had to learn. Mm-hmm. So for me, I um. I like to have the experiences. I like to go through it. I think that, um, you know, someone said, I wasn't sure if it was April or Constance who said that, you know, you have to lay out, are we exclusive? This is what it is. In every exclusive relationship that I've had, you know what I mean? Every exclusive relationship that I've had, it it was never really articulated, okay, this is exclusive. And I can count the exclusive relationships that I've had literally on one finger with some of the digits down. I mean, on, on one hand, on one hand with some of the digits down. So, yeah. I mean, that's just it. I mean, love is rare. It's very, very rare. And, and I don't believe that you were meant to have a loving relationship with everyone that you make love to. I just don't. No, but the people that you have had loving relationships with, I it's it's kind of the, I feel that that is a role of a man to have that conversation with the woman that he wants to be with. Hey, I want to be with you. I want to be exclusive. Make your intentions I want to let you know. Yeah. I want, I want you to know what my intention is. And, um, and to your point, Constance, about men uh, not wanting to reject women. Yo, you know, you don't even think about it, but it's so 100% true because 
you see some people in relationships for so long and what they're waiting for is for her to break up with him. If a man starts dictating gender roles to a woman, how would a woman in 2023 feel about that? You think that's what it is? You think women are trying to dictate gender roles to men? No, I mean, because oftentimes women preface many of their statements with the role of the man is and a man should and a real man does X, Y, and Z. They're, they're the world's foremost experts on what men Yeah, should I mean, be. women are experts on manhood. <laughs> it's like y'all are experts on what men want and y'all got to do this to get a man. Well, we're men. When I say that, what a man, when you say what a man wants, I am, I, I am qualified to say what a man wants because I am a man. I can speak from a Patrick wants perspective, but I can't say a woman's role or a woman does, or a woman should do, or a woman X, Y, Z. I can't say that. You can in your home. Again, she said, I can in my home. I mean, in my home, yeah, I mean, but. Meaning, if that's what you want, meaning if that's what you want in your relationship, you can say what the woman needs to do in your relationship. Right, but what I'm saying is that oftentimes women make blanket statements about what manhood is. They do. You you guys do. And yeah. You need to stop it. Y'all cannot tell us any more about yeah. being men as we can yeah, tell y'all about having a baby. Well, but y'all tell us how to get you kids, how maybe, to love maybe, a man, maybe, how to serve a man. But it is maybe I misspoke. Meaning, I, I I can't tell you how to be a man. I definitely can't tell you how to pee standing up and any of the other things that a man is supposed to be able to do. But what I can tell you that as it relates to a woman, it is a man's responsibility from a woman's standpoint for him to tell me, hey, this is what I this is where I stand in this relationship in order for it to be a relationship. I'm not going to come to you and say, let me get on one knee and hey, will you marry me? It's not gonna happen. I think I'm something- not gonna do it. That that actually may be part of some of the miscommunication or uh, miscommunication that we have, because as a man, if I tell you my intentions, if I say, hey, I intend for us to be together. And if what does that govern what you do next? Because that's my intention. Or do no, we I now are we now moving in this path or are you just really looking to see what I'm going to do so you can figure out what you're going to do instead of just doing what you're going to do? I think there needs to be a mutual conversation about where this relationship is headed. Okay. This is where we are. We but are if it's our responsibility, it's a mutual. For it's a, it, so I, then I, what I, happens I, next? I don't say you're responsible. I say there's a it, mutual conversation well, that needs to be had. No, that's what I said. But that it, even, even if it's a mutual conversation, to what to what extent are we having this conversation? Are you coming to me saying that that's your intention? You're like, hey. Hey, Jeff, hey, uh, we can go out for a while, but I'm just letting you know in two or three years, I plan to be married. Is that your intention? Is that what you're going to state? Or are you going to say yeah. in the next, in the next, whatever, whatever? I just want you to know that if you and I start going out, my intention is that this ends in marriage. And so then you I can say at that point, that that's the, that. huh? But you know what's so you crazy have, about all you of this? You have women that will say that and women who will say, listen, if I'm not married, and I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I disagree with that, but that's that's their life. But why do you disagree with that if that's their intention? Well, what I'm saying I is, that I like, agree with that. For, meaning for me, that would not that would not work for me. I think that but I just that's how they want to. If that's how they want to continue, then that's their that's their relationship. That's their situation. You get what I'm saying? So but, it's the same as you, and and I feel like every man can do the exact same thing. 
If I'm in well, relationship, the man doesn't know if he, he just met somebody. How do you know if that's who you plan? I, think that I, just, I, think I don't that even know if you want to get me. You don't I, even I, know I, what your intentions are. You ever had a chance to figure it out? I think that I was just on your first. Hold on one second. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. April, finish your thought, and then we'll go to Patrick. Yeah, go ahead. Any woman on their first date who says, I I expect to have a, a ring on my finger in the next three years or whatever the case is, run quick, fast, and in a hurry. Run faster <laughs> than carry it. What about okay? the third date? <laughs> are they really are they really that fast? Is it really oh you run. got you got women out here saying they want to be friends and within three days, y'all fucking what? I mean, that like, might be first date situation too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. so, I mean, but you, you're coming under the guise of just being friends. You can, you can but my friends. point is, <laughs> if that's the situation, run. But I feel that once you do, once you have been together for some time, you realize this is somebody What's that, that you think, Once you've been together to, at a point where you're saying, I like this person, some time has gone by. You know what this person smells like. Then that's an opportunity for you to say what I am looking for as a woman or what I want in the household that I end up being in is this. And so to my point earlier, maybe I misspoke in the way that I said it, but I, I personally in my household would want my man to be in control of saying, hey, I'm looking for I I'm in, I I expect us to be here by this particular time. This is what I'm looking for. And what agree. my role would be is, shall I fall in line? Or are you the person that I, should I be with you or should I not? I so, agree. So, so, so what I'm hearing is, is so what I'm hearing is, is I don't want to do nothing. I just want him to do everything and tell me where right, he so is. Chef, I got to jump in this case. I can't take it no more. Listen, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Oh, let me say this. I got to get this off my chest. Go ahead, Patrick. We have become so much experts at relationships that we've all fucked them up. I'm just saying, we've become such experts at relationships that we fucked them up. If I'm laying in bed with you, with you, and we're laying above I mean, the pit of sheep and beneath the comfort. Wait, 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 with who? Me or April? It would have to be constant. Yeah. All right. We're laying in bed together <laughs> above the fitted sheet and beneath the comforter. I'm laying in bed with you. We just finished making love and it's intimate. And I start speaking about what I want in a relationship from the abstract. That in and of itself should be offensive. That should be a sign to you. To say run, because that's really an audition. If I'm saying what I want in a relationship, what I really want in a relationship, X, X, Y, Z in the future should be X, Y, and Z. Be clear. Tomorrow is a dream. Yesterday is memory. The only thing that we have right now, today, at this very moment, what time is it? 8, 12? This is the only thing real in our lives. At what point do you well, have the discussion, though? Do no, you ever have the discussion? Constance, Constance, no, you don't, Constance. It's okay. No, no, no April. I mean, not, you can, you can have... You, I, 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 you let be clear. You, none of you are speaking to someone who's incapable of expressing their thoughts orally. So with that being said, you do have the conversations. But I believe that the experiences, for me, this is a Patrick statement, the experiences carry more leverage than the conversations. I have so many empty conversations with so many empty fucking people, I don't know what I'm going to do. Everyone's talking today. Everyone's talking, 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 talking. But not many people know how to walk anymore. 
because we too busy talking. Jeff? I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. I, I don't agree with what April said about the man should lead that conversation. I think it should be an organic conversation and because then you make it too rigid. Um, I, right. I, I'll be the first to say that I will tell somebody when I meet them that I'm not looking to get married. I just want to kind of go with the flow. I'm just kind of going with the flow. I don't know what it is, where I'm going, what we're doing or whatever. Let's just have a good time and then we'll build from there. Uh, but I don't try to set up any expectations off top. I think that's kind of a little, little crazy. Um, and I think you should just kind of let things flow organically and naturally. Right. What's wrong with that? Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's good information to have because that uh, that would not be in line with what I was looking for because I'll be dating with a purpose. So it'd be like, yeah, I'm not dating with a purpose. Going, if you just go on with the flow, then that's probably not going to line. So we'd be just real good friends, basically. Yeah, and I'm not dating it, with a it will be whatever. No, I've gotten I've gotten rejected. So this this guy told me, you know what, you're not dating with a purpose. I'm dating with a purpose. So I don't think we should, yeah. we should talk anymore. I was like, we homies now. Right. You yeah, my dog friends. now. We can right. be friends. Because yeah. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. With but you. I, I think when you but get, the, into I, that... I think that's great because a lot of a lot of uh, I've met men in on dating apps and stuff, and a lot of them have said I'm dating with a purpose, but they probably be lying. I be thinking they lying, but yeah. I just let I, them know. I don't even know what that means, you know. But that's not <laughs> Yeah. Before I met my husband, it's funny. I, I was I was definitely not dating with a purpose. I was dating for sport. And I honestly had no desire. When I first met my husband, he asked me, do you ever want to get married? Absolutely not. I don't want to get married. I, I One day I hope to find a forever person, but I definitely don't want to get married. I definitely don't want any children. I don't want any of that bullshit. And I met him and everything changed. He wasn't at all what I was expecting. And so when I met him, a lot of my mindset changed because of who he was. And so um, I have the thought process that I currently have now because of me and my husband. He didn't put that on me, I put that on me. And I say all that because you say that now, and then you meet this forever person, and then everything just goes out the window. But that's why I'm not pressed to be with anybody. I'm not pressed, so I'm not. I'm not out here like I gotta get. I'm, I gotta date with a purpose. It's like okay, if, if it happens, it happens, and that'll be awesome. I'm open, but I'm not out here like dating with a purpose. But I want to do want to. I want to address that, Jeff. What is it like? What does it look like for you to be dating with a purpose? Yeah, dating with a purpose. You, when you first became I mean, I'm dating. I'm dating. I'm dating with with the with the intention of looking for a long term relationship. I mean, has so always it's, been this way for you though, or or did you evolve into that? So after I mean, you were divorced, the thirty, the 30 year old me wasn't thinking nothing like this. <laughs> how long have you been divorced? I've been divorced for what is it, twelve years now? So twelve years. So you were in your forties, right, or in your thirties or forties? It's 11 years, 11 years. So now. When you when you first came out of your divorce, were you dating with the purpose or you was just kind of man? When I came out of my divorce, I was like, I'm not getting married no more Boom. ever again. And, and at I what was, point did that change? I don't know. As I got older and I just started looking at life and looking at things differently, and I started thinking about the, the, the institution of marriage and what it really meant and, and what does that mean for a relationship. And okay, if you're in a good relationship or you're in a relationship with the person that, that works for you and y'all are connected on that level, then the marriage is great. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And then the marriage part of it really only brings about a legality to it. So, I mean, it kind of just makes it, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the eyes of the state that you're in, you now have rights associated with it, but it's really a binding contract. I mean, it's, 
And I, if you want to really break it down, because I'm a businessman, it's really just a business decisions. It's a series of business decisions. There's a proposal. Right. The proposal is accepted. You have a ceremony. You have a commencement. And everything is in line with the contract, which are the vows that you took. So, I mean, mm -hmm. that's one way to look at it. So I'm I'm, I'm now at the point where it's like, okay, it could end in marriage, but I would just rather have a very happy, healthy relationship going forward. Me too. And so I think I, I think I would be good with that. You're Me okay too. with not getting married. I'm I think I would be okay with it if it was mutually agreed upon. So I mean, I'm 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 at the point now where I'm looking at, you know, could I, couldn't I, you know, I, I think about the legal ramifications down the road. What does that mean? I mean, I'm 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 there's no I'm not making no more kids, so we ain't having that issue. So it, the whole procreation thing is already taken care of. So what what real what's the real purpose as far as biblically as it goes? So then it's the legality of it. What does yeah. that really mean? Right. Because that's where I'm at, too. Uh, um, I, I don't think I ever want to get married because I figure like at this age, I'm damn near 50. They would probably be the same age. We've already established whatever we're going to establish. My shit going to my kids, his shit going to his kids. What is the real purpose of getting married at this point? Well, again, it brings it brings that legality to it. Something if it's it came down, yeah, it, it brings, it came it down brings to the it, government in your in your marriage. Well, it also brings down if you lie on your deathbed and someone says, "Pull the plug." That's my kids. But what if your kids decide to pull the plug because they want their inheritance? Well, listen, then then I, it's time for me to go. Nah. <laughs> me, I'm not. Nah. The magic of love. So that's that's just 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 that's those are the Wait, Patrick, those are the you, questions that come up. You said you believe in the magic of love. Absolutely. I do as well. But why do you have to get married in order to be to no, have, not, have a magic love? Constance is just like April said, right? She had no intentions on getting married when she met her husband. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did I hear you correctly when you said that? Mm -hmm. April? Absolutely. But sometimes when you when you're in the presence of something that's greater than what you expect, it compels you to do something greater than you would have normally done. So when we start talking about like a relationship and you know an ultimate love supreme. I don't expect that love supreme to be consistent with my current state of normalcy. I just don't, you know, and I'm not going to put limits on it. I'm not, I'm not going to do any of those things. I believe that if that love supreme comes, it's going to compel me again to do something different. But I, you know, I'm not like, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't necessarily say that I date with a purpose, but I live with one. And, um, and in living with one, I'm hoping that uh you know something magical happens within the scope of that experience so so april you said you had no intention but were you open to the idea like were you completely no. closed off to the idea yeah. absolutely so then why 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 even start down the path with your husband with the person before he was your husband when he was mm -hmm. that stranger in the street why what made you start down that path so just in general our first i was on i was on a dating site so I literally dated for fun. You know what I mean? Like I enjoyed people's company and I didn't pay for every date, but I, I had no problem with paying for dates. Let me put that up, just put it out there. Um, when I met my husband, we talked on the phone and we talked on the phone from 10 at night to three in the morning. So that right there started everything because our conversation, wrong. our conversation was magical. And it was funny because I wanted to see him the next day. I was like, oh, when are we going to meet? And he's like, oh, my family's coming into town. So I won't be able to see you. Fine. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking to myself, no problem. I can have another date tomorrow with somebody else. 
But he called me that day and was like, I just finished seeing my family. Our conversation was so great. Let's meet. We ended up meeting. We had a date every single week, uh, Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then the following weekend, we we saw each other every chance we could see each other. See, and that was an amazing experience because I never had that where I actually wanted, I wanted to know what you were going to say next. Right. I wanted to, I wanted to see what you were going to wear the next time I saw you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, what we would, what the funny part about our, um, when we first started dating and it w- and even to this day, we're always trying to find amazing things for the other person to do or something that we've never done before. So, um, as it relates to my marriage and my the relationship that I'm in, we want what's better, not just for us, but we want what's better for the other person. Because when we get to see the other person smile, it's like, wow, this is amazing. I just want to put a smile on your face. Um, At what point did y'all have the conversation about being exclusive? He had the conversation with me, literally, on our fourth date, I took him, yes, and I remember that our fourth date, I took him to Cirque du Soleil. He was like, okay, well, I'm taking you to a, a nice restaurant. And at that restaurant, he was like, I just want to let me know that I'm not just dating you just to date you. I want to see where this is going to go. I see this going somewhere. And at that point, I'm like, and I even told him, I'm like, dude, we just met. So I'm going to need you to calm down. That's what you said okay. to him? 100%. And I, but I still enjoy your company. So let's keep enjoying each other's company. I ended up saying, fine, let's, let's, let's see where this goes. And it's funny because three years into wait, our wait, marriage. So just to be clear, you told him, slow down. I still mm-hmm. enjoy your company. But since this is what you want, let's see where it goes. No, it was about date number probably like six or seven when I was like, okay, let's see where this is going to go. So you told him to slow down on day four and on day seven, you said, okay, let's see what's up. Right. Okay. And he ended up being my boyfriend. Um, Around three uh, three years later, he asked, he asked me to marry him. So he asked to be your boyfriend at the seventh date? Um, he asked to be my boyfriend on the fourth date. On the fourth date? But you said, nah. And on the seventh day, he was like, yeah. <laughs> on the seventh day, I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> was on the stand right now. <laughs> it was on the stand right now. And look, I had no problem with it. It, it was, was amazing. No, you're not, you're not on the stand. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get some understanding because I'm I'm trying to follow, I'm following along with it, but it also uh, you know, you were it's talking all about over the, the conversation, huh? Well, my husband's been married before. And my husband didn't want, my husband was like, you don't want to be in, uh, you don't want to get married? Bad. Neither do I. Right. But it was funny because there was a situation that happened to him where he almost got in a car accident. And exactly what you said, well, what's going to happen if there's, you know, who's going to, who's going to sign documents? Who's going to take care of you? Who's going to whatever. And right. he said that he had that moment where he thought about it. It was like, I don't want it to be anybody else but you. When he said that, all of a sudden, I thought I, th- I thought about the same thing, and I'm like, I don't want it to be anybody else but you. So fine, if we're gonna have to get the government involved, I don't want to get the government involved with anybody else but you. Right. And so, 
there's not, I can assure you, there's not going to be another marriage. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So if he decides Absolutely. to walk away, I'm not going through this again. Um, it's the best thing ever, but it's constant work. I don't want to work for anybody else but him. Have you been married before? No. I never wanted to be married. Never. Even just as, never, as, as, as a child growing up to this no. point. Okay. I never saw a successful marriage. I've never seen people, I've, I've never seen a happy ending. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want that. Gotcha. Um, and I didn't, it's funny because y'all was talking about the marriage and everything, the wedding and blah, 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 blah. I didn't even want all of that. I, we had a pop-up wedding. I was like, I don't, I'm not spending any money on no damn wedding for everybody else to come eat cake. No. And we had the best wedding. People still talk about it to this day. April, I love that you put it in that perspective because everything that you describe exclusively surrounds love. Yeah. No. It, it, it describes the doing. It is yeah, yeah, yeah. See, right. It doing describes the doing and, and, being, and being aware and all of it. Right. You know, you're not, you're not. You don't have to reaffirm every day he spent time with you. You knew you knew his intentions by his actions. Right. When I mean, he called you the next day and said, I wanted to see you, and then I want to see you, and then I want to see you. You and know then, how many other girls called me and said, I want to see you, I want to see you, I want to see you? Doesn't what matter. Him doesn't that matter. I enjoyed your company, but not on the same level. So right. my thing is did you want to be seen? Right. But but here's the thing though. I heard that from other people. So if but I would have heard that. But you didn't feel right. the same way about them. Did it feel the same? If he didn't say it, if he wouldn't didn't say it, yes, I would. I'd feel something. I feel that he wants to be with me. I feel that he wants to spend time with me. But I wouldn't know that he wants what he wants the way he wants it. And so I will say to you, as uh, to you men, mm -hmm. what a woman wants, because we always talk about what a man needs and what a man wants. Okay, mm -hmm. so let me say, let me put it out there. What a woman wants is for you to articulate exactly what it is that you want. And a woman is going to want to talk it through to make sure that she understands from end to end, she wants to understand this is exactly what you mean. So and that's, so not, but that's not what you did. Aaron, no, that's not what you did, though. Right, that's not, that's not what you did. That, that is what I did. I mean, that is... That's well, that's not what you described. Oh, but, you know, you described. But, but, but what can we say? Here's the point. The point is this. So, so hold on. I'm, but I'm, 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 hold on. I'm saying that give, give the woman what she needs, and and and, and tell her you need. But well, April, you, you leaving you leaving out your part. You were also just as energetic about him as he was about you. About you. Green, you gave him the green light to move through all that. If you're sitting back and you weren't saying anything and you were being coy and sitting back and not doing whatever, not showing that same energy, not showing that you wanted to have the conversation. You wanted to stay up and talk on the phone. You wanted to figure out what he was going to wear, where y'all were going to go, what y'all were going to do. You're, you're within four dates offering to take him to Cirque du Soleil. And I know that's, an, that's going to be a nice little, that's a nice little event to go to. So mm -hmm. you're putting in, you're putting in almost as much energy as he's putting in. So don't, I told you you had the unicorn going. So I'm saying you can't look at it as the same way. If you're putting that same kind of energy, you're stoking the fire and that feeds and both one thing feeds the other. And then y'all build on that. It wasn't just him communicating I mean, one thing. I'm hey, you just that received it. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that. I, mean, I was definitely I mean, communicating I mean, with him as well. One of the things that makes it so challenging, oh, no, I mean, when we start talking about relationships, 
it almost feels like we're going down a rabbit hole, man. Yeah. It really does. It feels like we're going down a rabbit hole. April, you have a successful marriage. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. beautiful. And the way you told a story, I was there with you at Cirque du Soleil. And I was sitting yeah. beside him watching you watch him. I was there. Beautiful story. A beautiful story. So when you prefaced it with, oh, well, you know, he was the, you know what I'm saying? Other men articulated it. But, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah, they said mm -hmm. it say that men should communicate what it is that they want from a woman from 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 women those other men did articulate it to you right is that you just weren't feeling them the same way you correct. were feeling them correct that's just it you know but i think you guys are are, are men of a certain age because even or not even men of a certain age a men of a certain caliber and, and maturity i think yeah. in my opinion with as communicative as you are you would communicate in some manner um, what your intentions are. Um, every man is not like you. And you guys are real good, solid stand-up men who actually know what you want. Right, you ain't got time to be playing no games. You know what I mean? And so it, it makes a difference. Everybody is not like you. Yeah, but you. I could tell you, I could tell you at, from a fact, if I'm if I'm throwing bass and you throwing mid-range, the song ain't gonna go. Yeah. It's not gonna go. So if 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 I'm if I'm coming and I'm saying all of this, or if I'm if I'm saying I want to see you, and you're like, ah, I don't know. See. Even with even with April in the beginning, she said he said I have family coming into town. She was already in her mind. Don't worry about it. I got another one that I can go out with. And had he not made the phone call when he did, because she probably could have had if he had waited another ten minutes or an hour, she would have had another date and been out the door. He would have never been able to make that phone call, and that it could have taken a whole different path. But he made that phone call. She was there to receive it. And she did decide to go out with him because she could have said, you know what? Appreciate, you know, you calling me back, but I already have plans now. So right. we could have gone through that whole cat and mouse game and he could have been communicating. He could have been feeling her and all of this. And she could have been feeling him. Right. But she already knew in her mind because she didn't want anything serious. Hey, don't worry about it. You got plans. No problem. I got plans, too. As soon as you hang up this phone, I'll make another call. And so and then, and then you would say if a guy was to do that. We'd be playing the game, right? We we would be having just a, another woman on standby who we could just go I out think, with. I don't think it's playing the game. Uh, I don't why think is it not playing the game, the game now? I don't think it's playing the game until you've made it your known intention that you were uh, speaking with the person. You mean to tell me if because I describe listen, this no, exact scenario in reverse, no, y'all would be looking the at the guy like no, he was I no, 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 no. Here's the thing, Jeff. I'm the not naive. Hole, no, but can I can I just say this? I'm not naive enough to think that you're not seeing anybody else. So if I start seeing you, you got to know that I might be talking to two or three or, or ten, you know, other guys. So I'm not. Don't but that's be naive not, that's to think not about what I'm saying. Person. Then that's what you not think? what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is that you talk about you want us to state and do this. She's had other guys like like Patrick said, she's had other guys that stated it. She just wasn't feeling them. So you got to give something. If she's giving something and he's giving something, then they feed each other, and that's the way it grows. So how is she playing the game, though? I, I'm let's go Listen, back. I, I mean, oh, I in the beginning, know, in the beginning, when she said, in the, "I don't even know how we got on the topic of the game," honestly. Oh, I brought it back up because yeah. we were talking about April was saying that. Uh, I brought because April was saying yeah. that when he told her that um, they were going to go out the next day, but she's like, "I can't go out because I have family in town." She was like, yeah. "Yeah, no problem. I got somebody else. I'm gonna call and I'll have another date in about 20 minutes." That's not playing the game though, because they 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 were just kind of seeing each other. So I could see well, the we weren't game seeing each when, other. That was my first conversation. So that wouldn't be playing the game. Oh, no, the game is when you've made a you've made it exclusive or you made your intentions. No, I, I'm just dealing with you. That's the game. See, again, oh, that's the game. Me, okay. 
in a relationship, my intentions developed. My, my intentions will develop over time, right? I mean, because I go into a relationship, I'm not going in putting marriage on someone that I just met at right. Starbucks. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? If we had a great conversation at Starbucks, you, you don't know what your intentions are when you started. Somewhere else, and then it just evolves over time. I think that we put too much absolution on something in the very beginning rather than just embracing the experience as it comes. You know, yeah, I, I have to agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, I mean, in April, that's that's been the thing that I've been trying to, you know, articulate the entire podcast. Well, you failed me. No, I'm just doing <laughs> Embrace. embrace, embrace. Uh, I, I, an hour and a half later, he finally got to say. <laughs> no, no, no. Brother, listen, we were, we were in the rabbit hole. Let me shift gears. Can I shift gears real quick? Can I shift gears real quick? So I I got a couple of people that I want to ask I want to ask you about because we're talking about successful men who get a pass for cheating, right? So let me let me let me ask you, and I and I want you to just just tell me what you think about this person. So I don't know if you guys heard about this guy, Joe Smith, and his wife, Keisha Davis. Do you know? So he's an ex, what yeah. uh, basketball yeah, player? Is she the one with the four with the for you only fans page or something? Only fans. Yeah. So, okay. so he found out that she had an OnlyFans, right? And he's mad, and he left her. But the reason the reason why he found out was because his side piece told him, and and, and that she had an OnlyFans. So he gets mad. He walks out. So he was cheating. She was staying. Right. He made sixty million dollars over his career, um, but now they broke. So she was like, I got it. And she's an ex porn star, by the way. But she's like, right. I got to well, do what I got to do. what he was getting. Yeah, I got to do what I got to do to get it. But my thing is, is it ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun, right? So he was cheating. What's it's his not- name? Joe, Joe Smith, Joe something. Yeah, but I think I think that that's a little that's a little different. That's a little different scenario because they're broke so much. Jeff, Joe knew that it was his money. It was not his face. It wasn't even his style. You know what I'm saying? Hey, well, Joe got on a K K and G suit with sixty million dollars. He know it ain't his face or his style. Look, I don't give a damn. I mean, that's the truth. He know what it is. The rabbit got the gun. Period. Done. That's it. No, I, but for her, she was bringing the she was bringing the money to him. Sixty million. The porn star. No, no, no. They had sixty million dollars. They were going broke. She used her OnlyFans money and brought it to him to get them out of debt. Oh, but he knew what he was getting when he took it off the lot. So you know I like, him to even get worried about. He, he was getting when he took it off the lot. Okay, so I, I, my, my biggest thing is, is the respect. Like you <laughs> busting it wide open, you busting it wide open for, for a check for every, for the right. whole world to see, right. and you expect your man to be okay she with it. He married a no, poor star. The past tense was a porn star. You you right. married now, and you no longer a right. porn star. And you become you you start an OnlyFans. Here's my thing: your man knows that you used to be a porn star. Out of respect, you should go to your man and say, "Hey, man, I just want to let you know that I used to be a porn star. So I'm about to go ahead and bust a wide open real quick on OnlyFans and make us couple dollars. That would be the man. right thing to do." If you got an old truck that worked because the, the new one broke down and you need to get somewhere, is you going to take the old truck or you going to wait and say, you know what? Let me get permission to, to take this truck and go. 
Man. I would, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at him, but I'm not mad at him. I mean, I'm sorry. Porn, I'm, all right, let me go porn, to the next porn, one. Porn was like a tool for her, man. It wasn't. It wasn't. Let, let me go to the next one. Now, some people say this is the ultimate bag drop. What do you think? What is that? What is this? I don't remember. What, what was his situation? It was with Halle Berry. Man, oh, they say is that Halle, it? They, 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 say Halle, they say Halle was two sandwiches short of a picnic, though. <laughs> I'm not the one who said that. I'm not the one. I've heard. I've heard that. I've heard that. I'm not the one who said that, but I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. And heard he, he cheated on her, but people are saying that he 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 dropped the bag on that one. What do y'all think? Oh, Renee. Do you know, I'm sorry. Thank you, Jamie. I'm I'm sitting here like, wait, who is that again? That's sad. Y'all talk about me, but do it tomorrow afternoon. Please don't do it today. Yeah, I did not realize that, that was Renee. If he was in a relationship with her because of the bag, the, the relationship was screwed up from the beginning. Constance, can you put the picture back up, please? And thank you. Oh, what? Oh, right. You know what it is? It's because he, he used to have locks. Yes. He like used, 50 yeah. million years ago, girl, bye. Didn't you well, open up for him? Huh? Didn't you open up for him? No, Benet, I opened up for uh, Kenny Latimer. That's who you're thinking about. Okay. All right, here go another one. Y'all ready? Yep. This one got a pass. <laughs> <laughs> we already know what that was. <laughs> Listen, listen. Yeah, I mean, that was 100% money grab on her part. I'm yeah, I mean, I mean, let's, 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 I, I can't. She I, was getting her bag. I, I can't say what I want to say, but I ain't going to say it. No, no, go ahead, please. By all means. He don't want the beehive coming after him. Go ahead, Patrick. <laughs> go ahead, Patrick. Go ahead. Speak freely. Come on, brother. Everybody knows that I love Beyonce. So okay. I'm not going to say it. But what I am going to say is that, um, Let's say he's a customer service manager at Walgreens. In that same Yo, that's a big job. Uh, would the response have been the same? No. No, go ahead. All right, that's all no. I'm saying. Look at April. All right, all right, all right. Here goes a one. April, that... April Light and Sage up in that joint, man. <laughs> here, here go one. Here, here go one. Y'all ready? Yep. I know. Dr. Martin Luther King. That brother, listen, listen. Hey, hey. Everybody know Martin. Martin. Hey, Martin Malcolm. <laughs> no, no, they said Malcolm was a monk. Not, Malcolm not, wasn't doing it. Oh, who was it? Uh, uh. It's all. Oh, Jesse Jackson. Yeah, Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. Martin, you know. What I mean, but what? I mean, so you saying that they shouldn't get a pass, or they did get a pass, or what? They did get a pass. They got big passes. They got huge passes for sure. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, big old passes. Yeah, don't you think? For sure. Yeah, sure. Let me let me show you guys something. Um, and I want your opinion on this. Uh, let's see. There's two people that involved in divorce. Yeah, but no, I I never talked about this. I'm glad you guys are asking because I don't mind talking about that. But I was bad. Uh, she was she was she was awesome. She really was. It, it was all me. I was just look. We don't need to talk about what I was doing, but I wasn't. I wasn't protecting her and protecting those vows. So mm -hmm. when you live that double life, you get caught up. And, so I'm, I'm not gonna say it was her. It was all me because she was. Look, she did exactly what she was supposed to do. Gave me beautiful kids. Take care of the house. Take care of corporate stuff. It, it, it was just all me. Sometimes when you make a lot of mistakes like that, you know you can't really come back from that. But as I get older and and dwell on situations. 
I can honestly say it was all me. Are there things from that time you would change? And do you believe if you change them, you'd still like to? Okay. <laughs> there you go, you're trying to, try to be fancy, man. I know. I was trying to do something. <laughs> I think you two want to split, but that right there was an act of humility, and you know, just, just, oh, just, just all of the things. Yeah, yeah, we can kill it. We know what's going on here. Yeah, we know what's going on here. Yeah, see the whole thing. Situation. So, what do y'all think? I mean, it's humility. Yeah, he realized what it was. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And so do you do you think that in the in those situations I mean it, it takes a big man to admit admit that right Absolutely. um and you know it, it it really begs the question that is it all that you you got going on outside is it really worth it is it w- really worth cheating I'm sure he got many passes um he said he still takes care of his ex-wife to this day and his other baby mama to this day because right. as a man he feels that it's his responsibility to protect and provide sure. um what are your thoughts on that Absolutely Absolutely I mean, I don't, as far as taking care of the ex-wife, that's just a, that's just a thing that, you know, but taking care of the kids and of course, you know, if she benefits from that, then absolutely. But the main thing is taking care of the kids, the people that, the people that you are responsible for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's next to be here. So you go. Right. Right. And then, you know, so you don't, you know, you don't say, okay, well, I'm only going to give you so much money because it's just for the kids. Cause the kids still stay with the mother and she has to do this. So you give them, you give them the money that's necessary for the kids to live a certain lifestyle that they've got accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And if the, if the ex-wife benefits from that somewhat, you can't be sitting there being like, well, why'd you take $10 for yourself to go, you know, go have lunch or something. So it's, yeah. you can't do that. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So well, to go back to the original question, do successful men get a pass to cheat? I think that some do. Listen, you know, uh, I, I would say this. It depends on how a few things. Number one, how you maintain your shit. Um, you have a lot of women who are in high level positions who say, I'm fine with what you do, whatever you do, as long as my name isn't out there in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And don't embarrass me. Don't let the world find out about it. Mm-hmm. Then you, you then you have a jaded situation. I feel like not saying that that's what that what the case is, but I feel that that's what you end up having when you have mm-hmm. those types of situations. Um, if he's taking care of everything that he needs to take take care of, meaning if she doesn't feel like she's mm-hmm. second. If she doesn't, if she doesn't even know that you're cheating, maybe she knows, but she doesn't feel it. Meaning there is no, um, there's no break in the time that she that that you're spending with her. But is it true that, like uh, real Drifter said, a lot of women are thinking about the money first, and that's the reason why right. they're not willing to walk away. Right. In, in a lot of instances, yes, you I do. Mean, it's just an inconvenience, really. I mean, we, we are having conversations about men being ostracized for taking a woman to, to Cheesecake Factory on, on a first date. I mean, that's bullshit. Though. Yeah, I mean, come There's on. Somebody who can't afford to go to Cheesecake Factory themselves. So, yeah. Again, I, I think that we as people, we've complicated relationships. We really have. 
I think the problem, especially with all these podcasts, is that just like you said, we paint everybody with a broad brush and we have all these absolutions. And that's really not what it should be because everyone is different. And you cannot say that everybody you, you can't say that what works for you is going to work for you. And and but it is good to get everyone's opinion. It's just it's just not good to put your opinion on everybody or what they should be doing. You know what I mean? Like you can't say that, you know, because like I, I hear the whole 50 50 thing, I you know. And I say, you know what? I've never gone 50-50. When I, you know, when I was married, I never gone 50-50. I paid for 100% of everything. <laughs> so I don't yeah. even know about the 50-50. The 50-50 would have been nice because I paid for everything. But I mean, it's just, it's just those things that people say that that you know, men aren't real men if they make that if they make the women pay for anything. Um, but people put their opinions on it. And for me, I, actually at one time that worked for me. That worked. And know, sometimes since everybody's opinion is just noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say that louder. It's just noise. Absolutely. So y'all, um, man, I'll oh, go ahead. Craig. Before we, before you change the subject or do anything, can I change the subject for 30 seconds? Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. I have to do this. Did anybody see Scarface on Tiny Desk? Listen, let me tell you something about Scarface on Tiny Desk. I didn't even know he played the guitar, but I'm glad you said that. Well, Scarface is freaking genius. I, I'm, yeah, it was okay. it's outrageous. Thank you. Thank you. All right. If you haven't seen it, you got to see it. Please, everyone watch. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, Constance. Continue. What were you saying? No, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> I think you were the show, Constance, is what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, we're not, we're not wait, wait, wait. I just I just want to I just want to hold on real quick. Let me let me see. You said Scarface on Tiny Oh, you're not getting ready to pull that up, are you? I just I just wanted to see what she was talking about real quick. It's Let's fire. See. It's fire. It's, 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 I, I saw the previews, but I didn't look at it. Let's see. Listen, this this is a little bit of it. If you haven't seen, for those of you who are watching this. This is a must, must watch. Yeah, yeah, this is a thing. It's a wow. Thing. You know, I, swear, I cannot wait till I get on Tiny Desk. That's the one I, I, I want to do a Tiny Desk. You still want to do a Tiny Desk? Yes, yeah. I want to do a Tiny Desk. You are done. Gonna, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Jeff plays the keys. You know, I, I have two. Patrick plays there. a guitar. I play the bass. April sings. We got a whole band here. April like April like I got my own band. Y'all need to stop playing. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what you're saying. Shout out to my band. Have you, have you guys heard y'all been stop. Y'all been stop playing around. <laughs> April's gonna communicate all of her musical needs. You know.
Yeah. All right. <laughs> where, where are you performing around here? Because I, I thought you were familiar, huh? I love April's face every time we come back from that. It makes my ass itch. You ever had any ass? But you know what? What makes your ass itch makes the rest of our heart full. Ooh, well, I, you know, I'm gonna give you another one. Thank, Thank you. Look at God, hallelujah, holla back. <laughs> I'm gonna give you another video to post. Well, yeah, give me another video to post. Okay. She did Tiny Desk uh, uh, audition too. That I, I'll put that up next for next time. Thank you. I'll do that one. Yeah. I didn't know you did a Tiny Desk audition. Oh, I did shit. a Tiny Desk audition. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, April's a, April's a dope performer. Jeff, are you still playing? Nah. No, you no, didn't put man. that aside. Yeah. Did you play with Jeff? Uh just local bands, did a little bit with Genuine. That's nothing major. Okay. I I only opened up for Genuine once. And then Patrick sang for D'Angelo, sang background yeah, for D'Angelo. Yeah, did anything with D'Angelo, which I would I love just, to. I tell you, we need to bring black music back. Once upon a time, yeah. we actually had something to say. Actually, now we don't have nothing yeah. to say anymore, man. Absolutely. We're not even creating creating music yet. Yeah, I mean, just, I did write a song for both of y'all, so I just want to put that out there. I did write a song for y'all. It's called Mantham. Um, it's called what? Mantham. Mantham. Man How it go? Sing yeah. it. Sing it, April. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. I don't know if y'all can hear me. I literally just got over the vid, so no. Okay, we want to hear you. We can hear you sing. Hmm? If we, we can hear you talk, and you said a lot tonight, we can definitely hear you sing. Go for it. What you got? We got the world on the show. He got the world on the shoulders. He's looking better when he's old. Strongest thing that ever walked the planet. So lift him up and get his man some credit. A black man. Oh, Lord Jesus. It's, it's called Mantham. It's about beautiful black men. I, I, I love the lyrics. Beautiful. Like and it. we got two beautiful chocolate brothers on with us tonight you guys so so thank you for this discussion this was uh, a well needed it's been discussion. a pleasure um and i appreciate you guys taking two hours out your time because we've been oh on my God. For a minute. but this has been a great conversation and some folks i'm seeing on here some people have been with us from the beginning for the entire two hours wow. so thank you for staying on with us i appreciate this, that. Your, your podcast normally go this long about an hour so you were, you guys were so engaging and I would have stayed on yours with y'all out, you know, even longer had I not had to get off from my net seven meeting, but you, we, I had a good time with Jeff and his brothers. You guys tell them where that they could, they can find you. Well, first of all, I wanted to know if you have any, anything, any last comments uh, to say about the topic and then tell them where they can find you and where they can follow you and your podcast, Jeff. Uh, For me. Yeah. Y'all just be safe out there, man. Just, you know, be honest with yourselves. That's the main thing. Be honest with yourselves, and the rest of it should fall in line. Um, but uh, this is Jeff Gordon with In Brotherly Love. You can uh, find us on. Uh, we have a Facebook page, which is In Brotherly Love. We're on every Wednesday from seven to eight p.m. and just three educated brothers, you know, just talking about life and chatting it up. So hope to see. And they, you. they brothers in real life. Jeff owns an IT firm. What's the name of your IT firm, Jeff? Perion Business Solutions. My other brother, Jay Wendell. He's called the Warrior Lawyer. Hey, I know yeah. your brother. You tell your brother I said, hey. I will, I will. And then my other brother, Jason, who's a, a athletic director at WISE. So. Oh, okay. I Jay, I said, hey. Yeah. All right. I didn't mean to um, stop. Like, that's my homeboy. Okay. Mr. Patrick, any, right. any final words? And, and what well, can yeah, they so call me? For me, man, um, as we approach the holiday season, just keep in perspective, man, that the true purpose of this season is to enjoy the people that love you 
and uh, spend time with the people that you love. Um, again, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at the uh, Human Movement, I2M Human, and the Human Movement. I have a podcast as well, as well as a blog. Um, looking forward to 2024. Amen. Sure. Miss Sampay? You can follow me everywhere, April Sampay. Um, I do have a podcast as well. Well, actually now too. We do um, Ugly Girl Talks, uh, Ugly Girl Talk every uh, second second Monday and fourth Monday. Every third Monday, we do uh, something called The Porch, where all of my elementary school friends get together and talk about real shit. None of us are alike, so we all are constantly arguing, and it makes life amazing. So. Um, <laughs> Well, just because when you bring people, when you bring people who are not necessarily like-minded, what you uncover is that you're learning something. Mm. When you bring people who all do the same thing and know the same things, you're not learning. So um, it makes life a little bit better, more colorful. For sure. Yeah, spicy, it's, it's, beautiful. Right. beautiful. Where, can they, where can they follow you, Abe? Everywhere April Sanpay. My website is aprilsanpay.com, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, I guess TikTok and uh, and the YouTube, April Sanpay. So follow me and um, let's build. All right. And I just want to thank everybody for just staying on with us. This has been a very extremely engaging conversation. We need to do this often because I know that they want to see you guys and you guys have so much um, great information to contribute. Um, very highly intelligent people, highly intelligent conversations. I love it all. I'm taking it all in. Um, you know, my thing is this, I just want to enhance and uplift our people in every way possible, whether it be financial, spiritually, familial, um, just in a holistic way and whatever way we can do, whatever we can do to uplift our people. Cause we're just, we're, we're talking about things that we're talking about, but at the end of the day, we're just talking about, you know, how we can add value into each other's lives. And that's what it all came down to with all four of us. What can we do to add value into somebody's life? How can we be in love? How can we treat each other better? And this is what I love. I love this. I love this for us. And I love black people. I really do love y'all for real in real life. So I appreciate you guys coming on here. And I appreciate all the people who listen from all over the world. You guys are dope and amazing. Um, you can follow me on I am Constance Carter on Facebook, on Instagram, and then CC, the CEO, want to change your life, come see me, yo, on uh, YouTube. So I appreciate you guys um, tuning in. And, and again, I love y'all for real in real life. Thank you again.